fellow hooligans, and welcome back to another episode of the Weaving Words Podcast. Uh, we have airdropped a microphone and are recording remotely uh, with one Goofy. He's uh, in an undisclosed I'm on, location. I'm on the other side of the world right now. <laughs> he's in the thick of it, you know. He's he's a uh, he's in the middle, <laughs> just patrolling the fields with uh, with his rake and uh, his uh, baseball cap on backwards, like a little kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All clear team. here. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck, man. You know, you're, you're like a bomb. You have like your bomb sniffing dog, but instead of a dog, it's just a goat, and it's just walking around eating shit. <laughs> it's not a goat. It's a chicken. It's the chickens. <laughs> yeah, no, the chickens are the lookouts, dude. You you send all of them out, and they're just like, yeah. And then if if one of them triggers something, you know, like a landmine or somebody, you know, attacks it, all of them swarm them like fucking cuckoos. And that's the beautiful thing is the chickens are so light they can't sit off the landmines. There you go. That's perfect. You got these covert little uh, chicken fucking uh, soldiers. They're going around fucking uh, uh, completing missions. They got their little war paint on and their little headbands and shit. Yeah, I, I think I promoted a couple to sergeant and lieutenant. Yeah, the, the little stripes on them. <laughs> the little stri- <laughs> I, I taught Fuck, them. How, I taught them how to fight. Like I, I put them like close to the landmine. Like, hey, you stand next to the landmine. When someone comes near you, you run away. They'll chase you and you run them towards the landmine. Obviously, the chicken won't set it off. So it's perfect. <laughs> there you go. I'm just imagining them pulling off these covert ops. You know, they're going in and assassinating people, using their beaks to slit their throats in their sleep. Just, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then what they. Like that. <laughs> I think that's perfect. You need to write a story like that. Just a covert team of chickens. <laughs> Chicken team six. <laughs> Four peas chicken. <laughs> 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 oh fuck dude that's hurting and, me and, and, and i'm the i'm the colonel i'm the colonel oh my <laughs> god dude ah <laughs> oh, shit man we're fucking stupid uh yeah. <laughs> welcome back everyone um <laughs> yeah i'm finally back to a normal format there you go <laughs> If uh, if you guys haven't already uh, listened to, this is going to be Goofy's third episode. We've done a couple episodes with him in the past. And then he's also the co-host for um, for the sub-podcast that I have on the channel, which is uh, Quick Quotes uh, with Goofy. And uh, yeah, we just hang out, talk quotes and stuff. You know, we try to theme them lately um, off of something else, you know, like if a, gr- a grander thing, just to keep the quotes a little bit more concise and thematic. Uh, the last episode is up. We did a, I did Predator and Goofy did a Breaking Bad. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of really cool quotes, a lot of really qu- uh, quick quotes, you know, some slick stuff, neat stuff. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Um, but Hopefully yeah, what's a. Uh... Engaged to the, the show that they want to watch or that we watch. Yeah, definitely. They like it. Oh, yeah. Or like we were talking in the last episode, if you haven't heard, you know, there was a point where we were talking about like, yeah, I've heard these quotes before, but I didn't know what they were, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's some, sometimes there's quotes in the uh, in the zeitgeist of pop culture that you're like, oh, that sounds cool. But what's it from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Uh, so I'm assuming you've uh, watched some cool stuff, you know, since uh, since we last uh, hung out and uh, recorded for a Weaving Words episode um, or probably play some cool games or did something. So what's uh? Let's uh let's start at the beginning, Goof. Uh, as a tiny little Goof, as a tiny little Max Goof, uh, mm-hmm. what was that uh you enjoyed? What was the story that you liked? Okay, so um, this was my introduction into uh manga. Like, people, manga has obviously exploded now. Everybody likes watching it. Or oh yeah, it's it. everywhere, dude. Yeah, you can watch and read your favorite manga and mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. There's the apps out there that you can just use and watch Shonen Jump or or whatever. Viz uh, Media, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? And uh, my first introduction was this uh, very. I, I saw the show first. Me and too. Then I, and then I realized, and the funny thing is, I I watched it in Mexico. It was in Spanish. Um, Dude, I watched a lot of anime that was in Spanish. I watched on Telemundo, like Dragon Ball. I watched that mm-hmm. in uh, in Spanish. I watched it first. in Mexico though. Yeah, see, I wasn't, no, fuck no. I, I only went to Mexico a couple of times, you know, as a kid, and I don't remember mm. a whole lot of it. Um, I don't remember mm. watching any TV while I was there. I don't think I was allowed. I don't think my family back over there, you know, where my mom would take me had TVs. Mm. <laughs> there there was the one TV, and if my grandma wasn't watching her her, uh, her, her novelas, novelas? I, I had time to watch some some cartoons, so I was like, cool, Dragon Ball Z's on, I'm going to watch that. And it's Spanish, that. so... So it's it's okay, I guess. I, I'm learning Spanish anyway. Right, but, dude. But anyway, I uh, no, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say the uh, I grew up watching Dragon Ball in Spanish. So when all these guys complain about you know the uh, anime subs, you know the the subs coming in from <laughs> Japan, how the voices aren't right, I'm like, fuck, the English voices aren't right for me, dude. Like, you know, uh, Vegeta sounds so stupid. Vegeta sounds like an evil motherfucker, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think it sounds more aggressive, you know. Um, Vegeta. It, it sounds like a soap opera villain. He goes, "Oh mm-hmm. shit!" He goes, "Oh no, no puede ser." It's Vegeta. It's Vegeta. <laughs> Su poder es muy, muy grande. <laughs> es bien poderoso. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck, man! There's a lot of confused people right now. Like, what the fuck are these guys talking yeah, about? <laughs> they're, like, they're talking Spanish or something. I don't know. When you were down there, were you? Uh, did you get a chance to watch uh, Knights of the Zodiac? No, I, that's the one thing. That's I, I'm a surprised. big Mexican one, dude. Mm-hmm. Everybody, it's funny because I, I, you know, uh, the Knights of the Zodiac or whatever. Uh, um, what was it? Uh, Saint Seiya. Um, yeah, Saint Seiya. I didn't even know about it, and then my friends would talk about it. Like, you know, the. I mean, we both grew up in the same place. We had a bunch of buddies that you know were in Mexico. Like they, they would migrate. You know, they're mig- they're they're kids of migrant workers. So they would, you know, during the holidays they go back down to Mexico and then come back, you know, uh, after school, you know, uh, after school started back up and bring the kids back and they'd go back to working. And, um, yeah, they would all talk about, you know, uh, Caballeros del Zodiac or whatever it was called in Spanish. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> What'd you just say to me? <laughs> the, the funniest thing I, is, I um, am not a horse person, man. <laughs> <laughs> One of the funniest things I heard is because I... I not, uh, Knights of the Zodiac. Knights of the Zodiac. I I didn't know anything about it. it. Like it flew over my head or whatever. I never got a chance. Same, to watch same, it. yeah. But um, I was talking to one of our buddies, Larry, and he's, he was super into it. And uh, he told me one day that he was playing a game, and his dad walked in and saw him. Like, hey, you're playing Knights of the Zodiac. I used to watch it all the time when I was a kid. Like this dude's dad used to watch it. That's how big it was in Mexico. Right. It was huge, dude. Dude, that obviously Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball is so fucking big in in Mexico. And you know what's fucking funny, dude, is you know what hit down there Dragon Ball wise that people did not like up here was Dragon Ball GT. Oh, my fucking God. (laughs) Do Mexican kids love Dragon Ball GT? All my friends that were, you know, back and forth from Mexico. Yeah. fucking loved it dude and you know what i think it is because i think it's the coolest part too of that series is the fucking monkey forms i think they just I, like monkeys I, no, dude no. no dude i'm pretty sure no, no. super saiyan super saiyan 4 and the golden uzaru i think that is what they're like oh come on dude monkeys i think that's what it is they don't they probably don't know it or if they do they don't want to say it but i think dragon ball gt the reason why all of these mexican kids love it is because of the monkeys dude um i don't it's okay so i don't know my main problem with the show was I didn't like Pan. 
she was really annoying but i i actually like that form super saiyan 4 monkey form it was that's what cool. i'm saying yeah it people loved it yeah see you're you're you're, you're further you driving in the nail yeah is that what you're saying <laughs> okay no, i'm i'm saying you can't fight your nature dude we're all monkeys <laughs> dude <laughs> yeah no it, it, that was great i, I like super saiyan 4 and i yeah i, I can tell yeah that, the yeah, golden people... uzaro form dude that was fucking cool too the golden uh, monkey when... super saiyan monkey <laughs> yeah when... when they turn all big and shit when uh, Dragon Ball Super was just finishing up its uh, series on, over here in America, yeah, someone showed me a clip uh, that some some Mexican bar was playing Dragon Ball Super. Some Mexican yeah. bar was playing the show, yeah, and, dude. And they, they showed when, big. when they showed when he went uh, Ultra Instinct mode. Goku didn't win this Ultra Instinct mode, and everybody in the yeah, everybody bar just going, went fucking crazy. <laughs> like, oh, really? oh my god, dude, yeah. <laughs> It's and like, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny how they they talk about Goku. He's both a precious little kid and like the man at the same time, right? Exactly. Like, yes, oh, Goku, so innocent and and dumb, but 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 he can defend himself like a real man. Right. He's like, he's, a, he's a badass. Like I want to be like him, but then they also look at him like, oh, what a sweet little kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's just their history of you know dra- OG Dragon Ball and all that shit too. And then obviously yes. Kid Goku and uh, in in uh, Dragon Ball GT. But sorry to derail this uh, anime. Uh, <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> you, 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 were, you were bringing up uh, another series because I remember the same thing. I watched the anime for the show you're going to talk about right now, but I never mm-hmm. got around to reading the the manga. So, mine, like I said, mine started with uh, in Mexico, saw it in Spanish. The show is called Rama One Half, and uh, Rama One Half is about um, uh, it's a guy. He's a martial artist, and of course, when we're younger, we want to learn how to fight because fighting is cool. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and uh, he is cursed with uh, with uh, an ability, not an ability, but I don't know what to call it. But it's, it's just a curse that if he ever touches a, or gets doused in cold water, his physical form turns into a female form. Right. And um, like I said, I, I think I that was something with the, he was either cursed or it was something with the family, right? It was a family it, curse no, where all the men. It, it's is literally specific. No. Well, he specifically has the, the curse to turn into a female. His dad has the right. curse to turn into a panda bear. That's right, the panda bear. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll go a little more into it. But uh, like I said, um, I, I I watched the show and I'm like, oh, that's that's pretty funny. And uh, I also like martial arts, so that's also really cool. And um, I, that's all I got out of, the, out of the context of the show. Is like, oh, a guy who could turn into a girl. Uh, his dad turns into a panda, and they like fighting. That's pretty cool. So give a give a little young goofy who's like nine or ten. Uh, maybe like three or four years. He he's he's living in America like a normal kid. He goes to his local library, and he finds out that they have mangas there. Like, oh, cool! I've never read a, a Japanese book before. It's backwards. Yeah. And and <laughs> I pick up. I'm like, oh, Ranma, cool. They had like issue number thirteen or fourteen. I'm like, fuck it, I don't care. I want to read yeah, the this. volumes. Yeah, you just want to read shit. I remember I, that. I just, I just want to read. I want to read something. I want to read something that I like. And uh, I start reading it. I'm like, oh, this is so cool. I, I read, like, I, obviously, I read ahead, so I didn't, whatever. And then I, I learned that the library system has their little ordering system. So I'm like, get me yeah, the whole system. volume yeah, yeah. number one. I want to know what's happening here. So uh, uh, go and I find out, like, okay, so there's a, there's like more than, when I saw the show, when I read the manga, I thought it was like hijinks episode, villain of the week, blah, 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 blah. It turns out the show, the the show slash manga has more more of a story. Like it's, it's um, what? How do you want to say it? It's not just a simple like villain of the week or whatever. There's there's like many arcs. 
there's a uh, character building there's uh, there's all this stuff that i didn't know existed so when I, when i read that first again i'm like oh shit uh another here's a good example when you watch the superman animated series did any of the episodes feel like they were cohesive except for like a two-part episode wait for what so you're watching the superman series right like the superman animated series yeah yeah and every episode is something different like nothing really connects yeah anthology style exactly and except for like maybe there's a two-part episode where the episode connects with the other episode and you're like oh okay there's a little bit of story here you have to come back and read or watch more to 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 learn the full story and that was that was uh when i first read a manga and i'm like okay there's more to this it's not the villain of the week these characters are growing through the as you read there's more and more to it so um i'm reading the i'm reading the book and uh the the curse is revealed uh ranma is uh cursed with uh having a, a girl body whenever he's doused in cold water as well i remember cursed. that was my favorite part i was like oh maybe we'll see some boobies yeah, they do show boobies. <laughs> I know. That's what I. That's what I remember from the show. I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. wait, what? There's cartoons with boobs." Yeah. <laughs> uh, not just that, but she was a redhead, and I fucking love redheads. But um, uh, so uh, the way the the manga goes is um, Ranma, the the main character, his dad, his name, his dad is uh Tendo. And, Nintendo. Uh, they, Tendo, not Nintendo. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> uh they're 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 japanese and they're traveling around the i think all the all of asia to learn different styles of martial arts because he wants his son to take over the martial arts school uh the tendo anything goes martial arts and okay. um he go they're like okay well we have to go to this place now which is in china and uh, in china there's this place called nisenkyo it's the cursed uh it's a bunch of uh hot springs Cats. Oh well, no, Nisenkyo. Oh my bad. I thought it was a Nintendo. <laughs> Nisenkyo. It's a it's a bunch of hot hot springs all over the place, and they're all have uh, some kind of tragic backstory where someone drowned in each of those uh, um, different. Uh, there's different little pools all over the place, and they all have different stories behind who died in those different pools of hot springs. So they're like, okay, we're gonna train here, and obviously you don't want to fall in the water. And they also don't believe in the curse. So they're like, whatever, we're, we're here to train. So they're training or whatever, they're fighting. And then uh, Ranma kicks uh, his dad into one of the, the pools. The, the dad falls into the pool of water. It, come, it comes out, it's a giant panda. So he freaks out. So then the dad gets, <laughs> gets the upper hand and kicks him into a pool. Ranma comes out as a girl. Um, and that's basically the, how the curse works. And that's a, that's a reoccurring factor in the show. There's different people that, have, that are cursed with different uh, things. Like his main rival, his name is uh, Ryoga. He's cursed with uh, turning into a little black pig. <laughs> so uh, so the, the, they could be fighting or whatever. And then if it starts raining, he'll turn into a little black pig. And obviously the pig can only do so much because it, it, it not only alters the person, but it alters their physical form. So what really can a little pig do? Um, but yeah, so the show does that and it also takes place in uh giving a little bit of uh to the backstory of how rama works uh the father uh tendo he uh, he promised his son away for as an engagement to another family oh damn and um he said hey yeah like those old arranged marriages and stuff right yeah. 
and it's to his best friend. His best friend he said, "Hey, I'm gonna. I have a bunch of daughters. You have a son. Let's join them together. We will we'll make the best martial arts school or whatever, and we'll join it by marriage." So he shows up, and they show up, and they're like, "Okay, Rama's here. He's gonna marry one of my three daughters. So whatever he'll, you guys can decide that when it happens." Blah blah blah. Rama shows up, and the the three da- the three daughters are like not really on board. They're like, "You can't just give us away or whatever." Um, Lo and behold, Rama shows up and he's a girl, and they're like, "We can't marry a girl. You, what is this? There's no way to carry the family lineage or whatever." Right, is, right. They were expecting a male heir or whatever, or male mm-hmm. suitor. So, uh, um, like, like I said, a, a girl shows up with a panda, and the world, everybody's freaking out because this is a giant bear here. Uh, and it literally turns out like, yeah, he's a guy, blah blah blah, and he's engaged to the youngest daughter, Akane. And her thing is she hates all guys. She just hates men, whatever. Right. Um, she has a crush on somebody else, but that comes into later. But either way, she hates all men. And they, they make a little compromise like, see, you can't hate Rama because he's half girl. So you guys can, you know, get along or whatever. And it, it doesn't work for her because in, in reality, he's still a man. Right, um, right. Yeah. But Rama, like I said, um, it, it, it's it's mainly about him trying to live with the Tendal family and different different martial arts scenarios. Uh, one of the things I really liked about Rama was, uh, like I said, the martial arts scenarios were the, the style of the martial arts he does is called anything goes. So if anything can be fought with, it counts as martial arts to him. And, and he'll do whatever it takes to learn that type of martial arts and beat the person at their own game. So, for example, there was a there was a you might have seen this, you might have not. But there was a figure skating martial arts. What the fuck? I've never heard of this. Well, it wasn't really martial arts, but it, they made it into martial arts. So okay. it's, it's okay. hey, you're, fig- you're figure skating. So if you know a little bit about figure skating, it's all about style. It's about how you dress. It's about all of that stuff. So you have to combine that plus fight as a martial artist. So Rama has to do it. And when, when he goes to go do it, it's a couple's martial arts. So he has forced to do it with, the, with his uh, fiance Akane. And they don't really get along because they're like straw fighting couple, whatever, whatever. And uh, the whole, the whole, the whole uh, little mini arc of that is them learning how to first of all work as a team. Second of all, I believe um, Rama doesn't know how to figure skate, so he's struggling with that. And then um, on top of that, they're they're fighting on top of a giant ice rink, which if it, it later on gets broken, there's cold water there which activates the other part of his life, which is he's a female. Right, right. Yeah, it turns into a girl. Mm-hmm. So I felt like Ronma had so much to offer more than... than I felt that it was a little bit ahead of his time as well. It, it was very accepting of uh, the the whole thing of uh, transgender. Right, right, right. Because, you know, gender uh, fluidity, literally, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> Fluid uh, make be- your gender. Because one of the things was uh, <laughs> sometimes he'd be dressed as a girl just because he's already, he's already in girl form. I he doesn't mind dressing as a woman and people will say people in the manga will call him out as a crossdresser and like who cares i don't care i myself don't care so why should you care whatever and, and if he had a problem with them he would just beat them up because he's a fighter whatever um what else there's so much to rama that i really liked what's um, uh what's one of the episodes or one of the stories that you remember popping up or standing out from the uh, the series uh one of my favorites was um it was called something Breaking Point. 
which was a, a little mini arc with a. Uh, it was him against his uh, main rival Ryoga. Okay. So Rama's always beating Ryoga. Like at any point, he's always the better martial artist. And uh, at one point, he he's had enough. He kind of wants to give up on on finding Rama. Uh, the he, later on, uh, the there's this little old lady who's a very good martial artist as well that lives in the city where they live. She goes, "Hey, I want you to be him because I want I don't want him to marry Akana, uh, the other girl. I want him to marry my granddaughter. So if you beat him, I can trick him into falling whatever for my family, whatever, because he's a good martial artist. So the whole point of the breaking point thing is." She is teaching Ryoga, the the main rival, how to beat Rama by teaching him something called the breaking point, which what that is is um it's a technique where if you learn the breaking point, which is a a point on somebody's body or a point on on anything, if you push it correctly with enough force, it'll explode. So she's trying to teach him how to do that. Um, they're fighting. Um, she's she's so the main thing is she says, "Hey, I want you to take this giant boulder, which is the size of you." and shatter it he goes okay i'll do that no problem he karate chops it it splits in half and she goes no that's not what i want i want you to shatter it so she touches it with one finger and it explodes so the whole episode the whole episode the whole um arc is him trying to learn that and uh and then she's then he sends him the challenge and says hey i'm teaching him the breaking point it's going to beat you and you have to marry my granddaughter if he does beat you and um lo and behold the breaking point doesn't really work it only works on rocks, but he doesn't know oh, that. Oh, really? <laughs> Ryoga doesn't know that, and Rama doesn't know that. And the reason they don't tell Ryoga is because um, the training that he does is uh, the the old lady touch, uh, ties him up on a rope with only his hand out and his finger, his his pointer finger pointing out. So she would send giant boulders swinging at him all the time, and he has to find the breaking point, or if not, he's gonna be crushed by a rock. So every time a rock is swinging at him, he pushes the breaking point. Doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work. And that's part of his training because by the end of it, uh, when he actually goes to fight Rama for real, uh, it was part of the training where every time he was being hit by the rock, he was toughening his body. His body was getting tougher and tougher and tougher. So whenever Rama actually punched him, it didn't hurt. It may be, right, it, it didn't it fuck may, him up. It may pause him for a little bit, but he'd be like, hey, your punches have gotten weaker. And they don't know what's been happening. They don't realize it till the very end where like, hey, the training does kind of work. It can break rocks. But the point of breaking the rocks is that you're getting hit by shrapnel and you're getting hit by giant boulders that's toughening your body. And that's going to make you a better fighter in the end because you're toughening yourself to well, that's whatever. That's cool. That's a really cool idea. Is. You know, the, the Mr. Miyagi-esque stuff, right, where you're training one thing without knowing it. That's pretty mm -hmm. cool. I like no, that. I'm not. I'm not saying go throw rocks at someone and get tougher. That's stupid. But <laughs> no, 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 no. You clearly <laughs> said get the rocks thrown at you, and then you'll get tougher. <laughs> uh, the, oh, there was fuck, something. Man. There was something that they did that like you. You remember Samurai Jack? Yeah, yeah, I love Samurai Jack. Uh, do you remember the episode where he How he finds like back, a he finds a Jack. Jack. he finds like a a tribe of like these kind of monkey people. And they jump super vaguely, high. vaguely, yeah. Well, he, they train him by putting like a giant boulder in his back, and they make him walk and jump like that. And by the end of it, he's jumping just like them. Right, he's he's uh, grown used to the weight. Yeah, he's accustomed to the weight, and his body's lighter. Well, it feels you, lighter. It's it's just the muscle or whatever. Have you ever watched Primal? 
Uh, it's no. a show by Gendy Tarkovsky. He's the same guy who did Samurai Jack, Clone Wars. Dead no, I remember you told me. I know I haven't seen. Yeah, it. It, it, it has very Samurai Jack vibes, but nobody talks. You know, yeah, they, everybody, everybody they, there's no that. dialogue. Yeah, I'll probably do an episode about it later. You know, I got to finish watching the series, but uh, it, it's really good. If you haven't checked it out, I definitely recommend it. Um, mm. I'm probably maybe a season into it, but it, it it was good. I remember it being really good. I mm. mean, um, just you talk about Samurai Jack with the monkey people. I was like, oh, there's monkey people. <laughs> but we're but back no, to monkeys. Um, we're back to monkeys. We're now. back to monkeys because we can't yeah. help it. <laughs> we can't circle. help it, bro. We're monkeys. Um, no, but uh back to the anime. You said uh recently you just uh started watching or finished watching. Uh I just I just recently finished uh Attack on Titan. Nice. Is that done done now or what? So the Is manga's it... been the manga's been done for a while. Oh, the like manga's year, been done for a, year, a while, okay. A year and a half at least. But the anime, I believe, is about to finish. If if not, it's finished already. Um, so uh, what Spoiler do you know about for everyone, Goof? What? Uh, no, no, it's too, it's too soon. Uh, what? What do you? There's know about a Titan? big giant naked baby man, mm-hmm. and uh, you they're being piloted like flesh mechs by little people in their necks. Mm-hmm. So and uh, they took over a year for the second season to come out. So I stopped caring. <laughs> Oh, uh, animation! You can't cut corners. Well, they got they got fucked up with that one too, right? It was like I think it was like two years, three years that it took them to come out season two, mm-hmm. which is just too long for me. It was a good show. I thought it was quality. It was pretty good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, just a really fucked up show. But uh, there's a lot of other shows that are really good too that are coming out more regularly that I'm watching. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like if if you have something else to watch, fucking watch it. I guess. Well, there's so much content on there for everything. I mean, that's the whole point of this show, right? This this podcast is uh, let's just talk about cool stuff that you might not have gotten a chance to get to. And uh, maybe if you like it enough or it sounds interesting enough, like you'll go check it out. Uh, yeah. So, again, like, you know, I, I love recommending stuff and I love getting recommended stuff because you just never know what you're going to want to check out. Um, so, again, you know, while tight scene. Teen Titans, uh, Attack on Titan uh, is a way. I'm just going to check out some other stuff, and some stuff might be better or worse, but there's other stuff I'm consuming in the meantime. Yeah, watch Teen Titans. Teen Titans, yeah, Teen Titans Go. I love that show. I like that show a lot. We can talk about the... No, okay, so... <laughs> we'll talk about on... the Jared Leto uh, Joker impression that Robin does in Teen Titans Go. <laughs> they have a good sense of humor. Like They're like, we're, we're not afraid to poke poke some of these different things the movie was fun i love the movie they they went with the the batman superman thing right the the my mom yeah the (laughs) really dark gritty they do the uh alfred gets his own movie um (laughs) they they have that they have the lion king fucking (laughs) scene with batman lifting up robin Uh they had a a couple of good movie like that yeah. song at the beginning, like the theme song or whatever, was so good. Go, go, Titans Go or something. I forgot what it was, but it was really good. I, a lot of people shit on Teen Titans Go because like it's not the Teen Titans or whatever. I know, right? But it, you're you're cutting it out because it's not what you, you watch. I know. Well, the thing, too, is people think because Teen Titans Go exists that the regular Teen Titans doesn't. And I'm like, no, that's not at all. Teen Titans was never going to exist again. It's Teen Titans Go or nothing, basically. It's like this, your show that you like is not being ran because this is being it because this show is being ran doesn't mean the show that you like isn't being ran that show was never going to be ran again like it was done they were they weren't going to do anything more 
like this show it is what it is like you know it's its own separate thing and yeah the other one's better but this is also good it's fun did they, did they uh, but talking about titans you were talking about attack on titans right <laughs> yeah yeah attack on titans yeah we're talking attack about on teen titans, titans. And, yeah, yeah. There, there's <laughs> teens and the, well they are teens and they're attacking yeah titans. they're all they're all angsty teens mm-hmm. they attack titans uh yeah, yeah so you have a uh, attack on titan and um what the show consists of is uh you think the way I pictured it when I started reading it is a uh, zombie plague, but they're giant people. So anything, anything that's like double human size and there's so many of them and they're obviously always, there are always so many of them and they seem never ending. That's why I think of it like a zombie plague. Like there's more, there's always more, no matter where you see, there's more of them out there. Yeah. It's a constant coming. threat. Mm-hmm. So uh, attack of Titan takes place in a, uh, a weird time in history where um the humanity is inside these uh castle walls to protect them from an outside threat which is the titans which is people that are super big and they just eat humans they they don't yeah. like, bother with anything else they just eat humans for whatever reason they want to eat humans right well and, and the uh, thing too is um they eat humans not for food either they they yeah. eat them and then they throw them back up in like mm-hmm. a little crystallized thing. Mm-hmm. They explain what that is later, but I won't say. But yeah, it, it's just it's like ambergris. <laughs> They're making perfume. Yeah, yeah, exactly. How'd you know? Because <laughs> I know what ambergris is. Uh, but yeah, um, ambergris. Uh, Attack on Titan is uh, like a show. <laughs> God damn it! Why don't do you want to watch Flapjack? Is that what you want? I miss the show. Too. I love Flapjack. I know, dude. That'll be the next episode. I'll, I'll talk about that. Uh, you will follow me. Ambergris. Follow me wherever I may go. That was a good show. You follow. You follow. You follow. <laughs> With the candy, fucking mm-hmm. knuckles, dude. God damn it! That show was great. Chowder. Was uh, man, we're on a big uh, Cartoon Network band trial. Let's get back to t- uh, Attack on Teen Titans. Um. <laughs> And uh, I remember there's the three walls right there. They're named after these uh, these broads. It's like Maria, Veronica, and Betty, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the, go- the the Golden Girls. Yeah, the Golden Girls. That's right, the Golden Gilmore Girls. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, I remember there's Titans in the wall. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah. and there's the there's different types of Titans too, because there's all the like random, somewhat generic Titans. But I remember there was the giant Titan, the colossal Titan. There was the uh, the armored Titan as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think later on the in the future one, because I remember reading into it a bit, the, they did like a beast titan, right? He's like a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a so there's a regular type of titans, which is just crazy. The people naked that, people, the naked people that just run and attack and eat at people. Then there's a, a kind of subtype, which is like aber, aberration or something like that, uh, which just means they're they're unpredictable. No matter what you can think of, they're gonna do something crazy and they're gonna. You're never going to know what's going to happen with them, so always be careful. Because you can predict the other ones because they're just like they see food, they're going to go get it. But the the crazy type, they're, they're, they can, it'll look like they're going to go get the, the food, but they're, it's like they're thinking, which is something that's Right, odd, right. They're awkward. sentient. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, like you said, there's the armor titan and stuff like that. Those are more, those are the ones that are quote unquote piloted by real people. Um, they are they make their first appearance on like the first episode, which is the the colossal titan, which is like a, the biggest titan, and he's supposed to be he's taller than all the walls. And then there's the armor titan, which is shielded and stuff like that. 
and they're both piloted by people, whatever. Um, that's something that's uh, that's thrown as a surprise a little bit later on. And then you have your main character, who's Aaron Yeager. He hates Titans. That that's his thing. He hates Titans. He wants to kill them. He uh, he wants to obliterate all of Titans or whatever. And uh, he has his reasons. They killed his mom, and he's sad about it. His dad left. They fucked her up too. They didn't just kill her. Like they didn't just eat her. Like they like folded her in half and ate her. You know? Yeah, like it broke broke her spine or whatever, and just yeah, they fucked her up. Mm -hmm. And he saw that all happen. He's like, I I hate this. I hate that this is happening, and I I want to kill all the Titans. Um, not just that, but like um, what was it? They they were forced to retreat the back home, uh, back into the deeper layers of the wall because they're they're in the the most outer layer of the walls. Yeah, they and it got overrun. They got overrun, and they had to retreat. And then there was a there was a famine that happened because of that because there was too many people, not enough. Right, uh, and then the the le- the level they were at, or the layer, or whatever the outcropping, that's where the all the farms and shit were too, mm-hmm. right? They were providing a lot of the food for almost all the kingdom that they lived in so it, it, it they took a hard hit and a lot of people died a lot of people there was that one thing where some people had to leave the wall go to where the titans overran and just basically either go out and survive or just die because we can't feed you people anymore some of you have to go and die oh excuse me um yeah the show has a, a lot of things like that uh, yeah, it's very dark. It's a very, very gritty show. Like, you know, they don't, <laughs> people die all the mm-hmm. fucking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main character um, dies, quote unquote, on his second or third episode. And um, yeah. he dies sacrificing himself for, he sacrifices himself for his best friend, uh, Armin, which uh, Armin gets caught by a Titan and he's like, I'm not going to make it. This is, this is my end. And Aaron's like, no, you actually have a dream. I want you to survive. And they he basically trades places with Armin where he gets eaten by a Titan and Armin gets away. And that's where it gets revealed that, um, that well, not right there, but it gets revealed that Eren can turn into a Titan himself. That's the first Yeah, yeah, thing. he can turn into one. He can control it, too, for the most part. For the most part, correct. And uh, that's the first time anybody ha- has ever seen that in the show. It's like, what the fuck? Because he, he turns into a Titan. People think it's just a regular Titan just out there killing things or whatever, but he has a little bit of sentience to him. He's attacking other Titans. He's protecting some of the people. If they get in the way, whatever, he doesn't really care, but he's not targeting people. He's targeting Titans as a, another Titan. And that's what turns the show around. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Humanity has a chance because this Titan's helping. And then it turns out that Aaron's in the Titan and he comes out of it and everybody's scared of him because... <laughs> What the fuck? How can you turn into a Titan? And you're... It's just... It's overwhelming for everyone. They're very wary of him because he is a Titan, right? Like, he turns into a Titan. They're like, oh, we can't mm-hmm. trust this motherfucker. Yeah. How, how do you trust the enemy, right? Because exactly. at, at any point, he'll probably turn into a Titan and kill us all. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and it's reasonable for them to be wary, like, for them to yeah. not... They should be not scared. completely trust him. Yeah. Um, yeah, the show... The show itself... Um, I don't. You don't get too far, but it has a lot of politics in it. Yeah, it does. Of, There's a lot of like interpolitical stuff, especially mm-hmm. with the different rings of where people live, and mm-hmm. then the different core, and then the people who run stuff. Uh, it becomes very political. I remember yeah. reading a little bit into it on their little wiki and stuff. It gives a lot of foundation to the show where some people just want to watch it for the fights, the, the giants, and stuff like that. But I felt like it, it added a little bit more immersiveness to the show. 
because uh why are these people fighting oh well some of them are fighting because uh for, for example uh there's a different classes of uh, the military you could join you could be the right. the scouting force which everyone wants to be part of there's the they're the ones who leave the walls you know they go beyond the walls right they, they go on beyond the walls there's the um, i i forget what they're called yeah, there's like uh yeah, there's the scouting force. I think they were called the the Rangers or something like that. Um Ranger I, I want to say brigade or something, but that's wrong. Whatever it is. And then there's the guys who are on the wall, they mount the wall or they they man the walls. Yeah, they man the wall. And then there's and then there's the guys that are like the king's guard basically. They're like in the innermost whatever. It's cushy, yeah. it's safe, like you don't have yes. to worry about shit. So the, there's those three branches and it, it's the little politics like what do you want to do? As a military, do you want to go out there and serve humanity out the side of the walls? Do you want to have a semi-cushy life where you just live on top of the walls, watch out for titans or whatever? Or do you want to live inside of the walls, protecting the king or whatever, but you probably never have to worry about anything ever for the rest of your life because nothing happens in the most inner walls and stuff like that? It, it, it gave another extra layer to what the show feels like. It's like, oh, these people have their own ambitions or motives or whatever exactly whenever, exactly whenever, yeah. whenever they decide what part of the military they want to join yeah what was the what was the name of the guy who wanted to be part of the innermost one he's like oh fuck that like that's what i want to do i don't want to be i want to be safe i don't want to be you know worrying about shit for the rest uh, of my life gene john gene or something yeah 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 he um him and, and annie uh, annie the girl yeah um and then uh i think they he ends up getting not goaded but like kind of shown up by uh aaron and the other guys mm-hmm. he ends up joining the 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 rangers or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. they're called right they're called the scouting scouting force or something um yeah and it, it shows character for most of the people like like gene for example is that um they they he has good leadership qualities and they would have been wasted inside where the inside of the wall and he realizes that himself exactly he realizes like yes i would be more useful outside of the walls it's scary out there i don't want to die but these people need me and not just that but the future humanity needs me because who knows what's going to happen in the future maybe they'll break all the walls and the people the scouting force are the only ones that can stop it because they are out there learning what the times are doing yeah definitely definitely no they have a lot of really cool characters it's just rough because you know i mean they, they they all fucking die right like it's uh, a lot of them die like nobody's really safe you know even yes. the main characters you know like a lot of crazy shit happens um but yeah dude like there's people you get attached and they just fucking die and you're like oh, uh, all right cool man on to the next well, um i think that's good because a lot of people are afraid to kill off characters because they were no so i completely or... understand right because you don't want it to be mm-hmm. like oh there's no real sense of danger to these guys you know nobody's really died so I get that part, you know, it's just rough when you get, uh, you know, attached to a character, right? Where you're like, oh, I like this person. I, there's a lot of potential here. And like, oh, no, they're just fucking dead. Never yeah, mind. I don't dead. know what the fuck I was talking yeah. about. <laughs> you know, um, but I know there was an, another show you want to talk about that both has uh, politics between different groups and uh, people die all the time. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Left and right, um, which uh, I know Game of Thrones had it, but also the new show that you said you started watching, which mm-hmm. was uh, House of Dragons, right? House of Dragons. So I'm looking forward to House of Dragons because I gave the first episode a shot. It wasn't too bad. So a lot of people had were on. How much titty was there in this episode, though? That's what everybody wants to know. That's what the fans are out there. 
Come on, no. man. Like, you, you signed up for Weaving Words. We're part of the Nipple Nation, and we want to know where all the... I'm, I'm what TV to, has the titty? I'm trying to remember, and I think We're tuning into TV. Not too much, because uh, I don't remember. That's the thing. I don't think that it shows Damn, too much. Damn, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the first two episodes. There was, I think there was a little bit. All right, so the first episode is not the best, then, is what you're saying. You yeah, got to exactly. continue watching, and there might be uh, future mm-hmm. possibilities of of uh, of uh, boobies, right? Yeah, the uh, one of the episodes, they go to a whorehouse, so yeah. You, you oh, shit. Yeah, that. see, there you go. See, that's what we're talking about. That's what the <laughs> listeners want to hear. <laughs> but no, what what, uh, what about um, House of Dragons that you've been liking so far? I, I like Game of Thrones. I thought it was a cool show. I like Game of Thrones too. I wasn't a fan of the ending like everybody else, but I don't know. But, I thought it made sense. <laughs> to me, it made a lot of sense. Made well, it, it can make sense. They just it, executed it poorly. It could be executed poorly, or it could be rushed. That's what I felt. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, Game of Game of Thrones was good for the most part, and House of Dragons is doing pretty good itself. Uh, I'm hearing good things. I like I said, I, I'm, I don't. They don't give me too many details. I'm just like, oh, that episode was pretty good, or whatever. Um. You have uh, um, the way the show starts is um, the Targaryen family, which is the the house of the dragons. They uh, there is uh, there's the the main king, and he's about to die. And he says, "I need to place a successor because my time is short, and I don't have a, a next a, a good heir, like a, a son. All I have is like a cousin or a nephew or something." So. He has a someone already decided. He makes him the king, and that's where the show starts. It's a, it's it's the story of uh, the different Targaryens and how their how their politics are going, which I really like. I like politics. Um, I am not telling the show. I'm not giving the show enough credit that it deserves. Um, uh, like I said, I. <laughs> Is it mainly politics between the 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 house, you know, the the family house house uh, Targaryen, or or do it's, they deal with any of the other houses that were in Game of Thrones? You know, like the the Starks and the Lannisters, and you know the Baratheons and all that shit. Thank you for, for jogging my memory. Yes, there there is the main the main family of Targaryens. They're fighting for power because the main uh, the main the main king, the heir, the the head of the Targaryen family, he hasn't had a son heir yet. And they don't want to, for whatever reason, they don't feel like they need to make a female uh, queen. They, she can't either, either they don't believe in her or whatever, but they don't think because he has an eldest daughter and they don't feel that she can do what he can that do. That she can lead, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the the girl that plays the the, the Targaryen, the the daughter, she's fine. She's uh, she's actually a pretty good leader. She, they, they do have dragons, so if you'd like dragons, they'll be in the show. She She's a... Um, what they call dragon riders, which is like they they're able to tame their dragons and they can ride them. They follow commands and stuff like that. Um, what else? Um, there is a fault to the show that I don't like. That Game of Thrones did very well. They skip time too quickly. Oh, really? Like they jump uh, they forward just, a lot. Like they just jump. So when when the first king was dying, he decides who his heir is, and then they jump. Like I think five or ten years just like that no questions asked or anything and something that game of thrones did very well was it felt like time when whenever you watch someone walking or something like that time was passing 
it felt like you were going with them as as the time was going or whatever. So when you watched um, uh, Jon Snow go, get from one place to another, it it felt like it because they were walking, they were they were riding horses or whatever, and it felt like it. So it, it's a little bit jarring when whenever they skip time like that. They do it a couple times. They did it for the first king, and then um, something happens to where the king needs another heir and they skip that time and they, they, they just jump to the point where the here's the next person the next heir it's like i think two years time skip or something like that it's okay. it's very it's very jarring i don't like it personally but it's still i, I understand why they're doing it but i i personally i don't like it it can be difficult too because i'm sure they're doing um flashbacks as well right um from what i've seen there hasn't been too many flashbacks right but it it can be difficult though when they do flashbacks and they jump forward in time it's like fuck dude just pick an era (laughs) and then go from there you know so Uh, i understand they want to move the story along because a lot of times you know the story can be boring yeah you want to get to the point but uh i feel like they miss out a lot because sometimes it it can be a little bit boring it's like they say you got to eat your vegetables first before you get to the good stuff but the vegetables are still good they're good for you they they build on something that you're going to need later on and um, I, I I don't think they should be skipping too much, but from what they're what they're showing, it's still pretty good. Um, there's a lot of infighting within the different houses. They do show a lot of like the they show what's the 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 clan, not the clan, the family of the deer. Tur- the, the no the Baratheons. No, 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 well, Bar- yes, Stannis. I thought it was, uh, no, yeah, yeah, Baratheons, yeah. Bar- they show the Baratheon family, and they're not at, you, you know them at, in Game of Thrones, you know them as this really strong family. They breed, like, really strong um, male heirs and everything, and you're seeing them, and they're they're basically bitches compared to the Targaryens. Like, they go and they kneel and then everything like that. I Like, me personally, when I was watching Game of Thrones, none of, none of the Targaryens ever wanted to bend a knee. I mean, Targaryens, the Baratheons. None of the Baratheons ever wanted to. It's because they thought they had uh, the right to the crown. You the know, right crown. again, they they besides uh Robert or was it who was the main Baratheon? Um, Robert Robert Baratheon. Yeah, Robert. Yeah, besides yeah, besides him, the other guys are kind of weak. You know, Stannis and the other guy. You know, the stag or whatever um, mm. knights. Uh, they they were they were shitty. Like they were not good fucking leaders. You know, um, um and I think. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, well, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, yeah. I think by that point, by Game of Thrones, they felt because Robert Baratheon was the king that they had the next, you know, succession to it. But the reality was, especially, you know, I mean, you can see when when uh, Daenerys and all that rolled through, is the Targaryens still had the fucking, you know, the back. They still had the claim to it, you know, to mm-hmm. to being, you know, the the kings of the, the realm or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I felt the, that Robert himself was a great leader, but obviously fell apart because of his his love of whatever but um, i don't even want to say i felt like he was a good leader because they didn't show it (laughs) well they showed it a year they show you don't you only get to see him years after the war and stuff like that exactly that's what i'm saying yeah but you had they um, they don't really show a whole lot of him being king but you 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 say that the other the other brothers were kind of weak compared to him i felt it was split you split robert into two you had a very charismatic one that wasn't always with um with uh, Robert, he he's always like there with them and stuff like that. He was the one that uh, was in love with the uh, that other guy. I forgot the the Knight of Roses or something like that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Martells or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he, he had qualities of leadership, but he wasn't good at it. He was too young. And then the other one, the, I think, was Stannis. He also had leadership qualities, but he... well, every group's gonna have a guy who's a leader. But I mean, you, you see what happens? He's using magic and shit to fucking be a dumbass and stuff, and trusting mm-hmm. the wrong people and not trusting the right people or thinking he knows better again because of a false claim he has to a throne that was never really theirs to begin with, right? Uh, it was theirs. It, it was theirs. No, man, because uh, what's her face and, and the son. The son and the daughter were rolling around. Both of them were, um, you know, so again, if you're going off of the, the lineage, right, the, uh, the claim to it, you know, the rightful claim would be Daenerys or her brother. Yeah, but what happens when they're gone? Yeah, but they weren't gone though. Like they weren't. They they didn't know about them, or they they thought they were you know dealt with, but they really weren't. So again, like when they come back into the picture, you know, why do they think they have a, a claim to the throne? Fair enough. Or again, if you're if you're going straight down the the um the lineage, right? You know, uh, as far as they knew, what's his face? Joffrey was Brad, you know, uh, Robert's kid. So why is he not? You know, they have the rightful <laughs> claim to the throne. <laughs> That's the problem with the uh, knight feudal bullshit. You know, everybody thinks that like I should be king. I love it. I love it. It's it's really good. It fuels a fire for a good story because you can build so many families around it and stuff like that. Like we're having yeah, a conversation. No, I, I about get it because... that, but it just gets it, it just gets a, a little tiring, right? It's like everybody thinks they should be king and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. But what about a uh, House of Dragons? Are you looking forward to? Like, what what right now makes you think like uh, what's so, the most promising aspect of it? So, because I um, think it's the dragons. The and then the houses that they live in, you know, I wonder if it's like a townhouse or a, you know, a single family, you know, like a home or, or is it it's, like an it's apartment? It's a very well furnished home. Like a, the, the houses look very well furnished. So. But, but do they rent them? Do they rent them or do they own it? You think these guys are paying a mortgage or do they, do, are they paying rent right now? You know, trying to save up to buy another house. Um, They're trying to save up to buy a bigger castle, I think, because I don't think the, the property values go down a lot because of all the savages around you. So right, all those all those free folk up north and whatnot. Yeah, like you, it's not gonna it's not gonna help where you're living. So you so you rent in the poor places, and then you save a, save enough money to live in the inside the castle or whatever the castle walls. But you you do have to save up money because the the mortgages are gonna kill you if you go. I know, out. right? And then do you think the dragons have a hard hard time with the HOAs, right? Dude, the HOs are bitch because, like, hey, mow your lawn and shit. But, like, why would I mow my lawn? I, I could just blow it I know, right? I could just burn it down, right? Just... So, why why do you care? <laughs> I, if anything, I should burn you down for talking to me like that, but whatever. Like, uh, right, you know, but I, I signed the, the agreement. <laughs> I signed the agreement and I can get sued. I understand, whatever. Um, but no, yeah, uh, House of Dragons has been fine. There's a, there's a lot of rivaling family stuff like that. There's more dragons. It looks a really lot of cool. incest from what I hear, too. Uh yeah, they they don't they don't they don't shy away from that. They're like, you know what? We did it once in Game of Thrones, and people for whatever reason liked it. We're gonna go for a round two, I guess. This is this is the precursor. Uh, that was the thing for <laughs> the Targaryens, right? It's like a lot of inbreeding because they wanted to keep the the, the bloodline. bloodline pure, but then it makes you fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Do you think that was the actual cause of it? Yeah, well, because even in real life, it it makes you not have. Like there's a lot of genetic defects and then mental problems is one of them, you know, like uh, you just have a lot of fucking crazy shit with your brain because it's not formed properly because of the inbreeding. Mm-hmm. And that's what everybody kind of speculated at, you know, because it was the Mad King, right? He, he got taken down, you know, yeah. so that was just a lot of inbreeding. And then the, the what the fuck were they called? Um, 
the Lannisters, you know, the between the Cersei and uh, Jamie Lannister, you know, uh, Joffrey, they thought that's why he was so crazy. As you know, he, he they were he was he was inbred, right, mm-hmm. brother and sister. So they thought like, oh man, that's probably they were speculating that he was yeah. showing signs of that, you know, mental instability. Joffrey was just a psycho, dude. Joffrey was just mm-hmm. a psycho. Because <laughs> I his, know, but again, the other kids were fine. I know, right? But that's the whole thing with the genetic stuff is it, it, it not everybody's going to be affected by it, it right? It is, but, it is a dice roll. You're you're right. Yeah, it is a dice roll. Um, so, yeah. again, that, there, there's a lot of speculation as to why he was so fucked in the head. Because somebody who wasn't fucked in the head would realize, like, oh, man, maybe I should try to hide some more of this shit or not be such a crazy <laughs> person to the point where I'm going to fucking die. <laughs> yeah. They, they they understand what the problem is and they, they try to curve it at the, at the point. Well, again, the, the Mad King, right? He went so fucking crazy. He was doing a lot of very similar shit. And he was, I mean, that was the whole thing with Tyrion, right? The, the what's his face is a character where he's like, dude, I, you know, as much as you hate me and you treat me like shit, I do love you and I don't want shit to happen to you. Mm-hmm. So I, I, you know, again, like the, there's a lot of that in there as well. No. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to checking out uh, House of Dragons in the near future as well. It's just it's hard finding the time for all this stuff, man. I'm watching so many different things right now. I do recommend it. Like I said, the the first episode. If you don't, if you're not a fan of like time jumping like that, it, it'll be a little bit jarring. But give it a little bit more time. Um, if you're looking forward to the the whorehouse, it will be there. I promise. Um, <laughs> there are dragons, and uh, they there you do- go. They they do write them and they do kind of some cool things. There there's like war and stuff like that going on. Well, there's something there's called some the big crab battles king. and stuff like well, that. Yeah, there's, there's someone called the Crab King or something like that. Oh, nice. <laughs> he's fucking gross, dude. Like he's covered like in the what's that thing the they, the that, dragon that, scale or the scale rod or whatever. No, 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 right? no not, not even that. Oh. What's the thing that touches the the boats? Barnacles. Yeah, barnacles. There's people covered in barnacles. Fucking gross, dude. Oh damn. Yeah, that's what they get for being in the water, right? Something like that. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm uh, saying like that's what they get. They they deserve that shit. They want to live out there. Let, let me let me give you a little bit insight of the the crab king or whatever. He captures people, doesn't kill crab them. People. He, he captures people and throws them out there to the crabs, where the crabs come and just eat you alive. They slowly yeah, they have a crab feast, and it's fucking gross, dude. <laughs> like they show a little <laughs> bit of it, and just like you see like some flesh peeling off or whatever, and people just suffering. Damn. So, so there's a little bit of, of gore if people like are into that. There's a little bit of that. So yeah, House of Dragons, man. Look forward to it. Nice, nice. Alrighty. Um, but yeah, that's gonna wrap it up. Uh if you guys have any questions about the podcast, any suggestions, anybody you want to see come back, uh let us know. We're at uh pretty much Weaving Words Podcast on everything, you know, uh Instagram, Facebook, uh Gmail, weaving words podcast at gmail.com um we got a discord server in the hooligan squad uh discord um but yeah if you have any questions please let us know um and then yeah check it out uh we'll have a next episode in a couple weeks and uh until then we'll see you later goodbye bye